the mind frame of leaders and leadership. Most people don't really know what that means. <laughs> they visualize the mindset of a leader to always be astounding and to have a solution within its core. But most people don't identify great leaders as once great followers. The reason why I wanted to get today, um, this topic today, was because I've seen this classic movie, American Gangster, for the first time. And I was blown away about the visual presentation of a man who was taken under another man's wing named Bumpy who was this classic gangster that was making good money but it wasn't astounding numbers and he pushed Denzel's character into seeking more money and making a high profit because Denzel had more potential because of his age and understanding that he acquired a lot of wisdom from this man that would benefit him later down the road. And he understood that because of what all he knew, he was going to be able to access a more and a more quantity of money and obtainment. So the astounding part about this was you got to see Denzel, you know, you saw Bumpy at his last days. Uh, you only saw about one or two, but you saw how throughout the movie, this character named Bumpy, you know, influenced Denzel's character in such a astronomical rate that you start to see that Denzel, you know, loved this man. He was one of the few people that truly loved this man. You know for him and he became to think and act and began to visualize himself as a new era kind of new age new 2.0 bumpy 2.0 and I see how a lot of life followers who are great leaders you know have to identify first the concepts and knowledge that a leader has I was watching another movie on our man show <laughs> that pertains to this um, Survivor and Survivor has a lot of good points because it's it's one of this crazy game that people um, of course do not because of the way the game is set up you try not to be seen as a strong member but um, not a weak member, having a good balance. And you also have to um, keep yourself out of talks of, you know, getting voted off, of course. And the quickest way for most people to get voted off is being a leader or being viewed as, as someone who leads a group. Because if the group fails, one name is going to pop up, and that's you, whoever the leader is. And a lot of people don't understand that when you take that role of leadership, you have to be mindful of others. And I've seen how this one guy who was seen as a veteran actually um, tried not to be a leader going into the game. But because of the person he was, 
he couldn't resist. So he tried to lead this group um, to victory. <laughs> and he failed. He freaking failed. <laughs> he felt so bad. He ne his group never won, won one challenge. And <laughs> they were the most horrific team probably in Survivor history. And the backlash of it was he was, of course, voted off. <laughs> but what I've learned from him while he was there and looking at his story was the fact that he started to get uncomfortable because they were losing so much. He started to see himself as a liability and wanted to wanted to put his, you know, thinking into the group as a positive outlook instead of a negative outlook and wanted to make it to where he was comfortable in a role of being the background, you know, position, you know, kind of putting himself back into a position where he's among the common folk, basically. And um, he doesn't, his say is not as strongly as it once was. And in life, you start to see how some people's status diminishes because of their own setbacks and failures and how detrimental that is on their mindset. The mind frame of leaders is a never giving up. I know I relate this to uh, Kobe as well because people didn't like how he led all the time. People didn't even like who he was as a person. But what I take in a positive outlook that he did was he led his team in a very serious manner to victory. He did. He took the backlashes. Anyone can take that that approach to take a group. You know, anyone can to try to lead them to victory. Anyone can do that. Kobe's no different. But the thing that distinguishes what he did was he was okay with the backlash. He was okay with the crowds booing him. Everyone saying he sucks. He was okay with the negative effect. He was more in tune with the darker side of people wanting him to fail. And as a leader, I think that's a beautiful mindset to have because when you get an approach of not caring what other people think and loving that ability to love everyone cheering against you when the world is against you, because it's going to happen. The world is never going to be with you. It's not going to be sunshine and roses all the time. But when you enjoy the suffering and the negative side of that, you understand that it takes more, you know, to be a leader. And you start to get intact and in tune with this mind frame of leadership. One, one says a... A leader, a great leader has to be a great follower first. So reverting back to the American movie, who your mentors are and who you surround yourself with will likely have a, plain, a, a determining factor of how your life ends up. Because if you want to be rich, you know, get around people who have a rich mindset because you'll learn, you'll learn a lot more. But the thing about it is you can't be so evolved into what they do that you lose yourself trying to accomplish being rich. You have to understand who you are as a person and to allow yourself to grow while taking pieces 
of other people's minds that will help benefit you in your long run. Because everyone who's rich doesn't have a rich mindset. And everyone who's broke doesn't have a broke mindset. So getting attacked with the people who have a common mindset of you and common goals will help deter- will help determine a better successful future for you and a better outlook on life. And I think that's one of the few things that you can always resort to in life is to, you know, hold accountable of your mindset. Because it's not easy being going to a leadership role, but there's always possibilities and beautiful things, you know. And when you have a mindset of not being afraid of failure, because everyone wants to... I look at it like this, okay? I'll give you an example for you listeners. <laughs> everyone wants a successful approach, you know, by their mom, fancy mansions. And everybody wants to have a successful career in whatever they do. And be recognized as a successful human being, right? Determining whatever they think is success. And they, they tell you hard work is the way to do it. And and that's not the truth. <laughs> Working smart is honestly. But you see people. Okay, let's go to any type of sports. NHL, you know, NBA, NFL. Some of the most successful teams you see that work hard go do phenomenal in the season, go into the playoffs and get beat the first round. <laughs> I've seen it happen where people get historically winning. They've, they've accomplished a historic season season uh, winning record and everything and they go first round and get beat. And then the fans just sit because they thought it was going to be their year. Everyone freaking thinks it's their year. Everyone works hard. Everyone does all that stuff. Even let's let's relate to relate to even a deeper side. Awards, you know, accolades, MVP awards, right? Everybody in the NBA, NFL, and all that stuff work hard at what they do. You know, but because of certain circumstances and who they may be paired up with, they don't accomplish being an MVP. You know. But they they work hard. They just don't receive that notoriety. So that goes hand in hand with the mind frame of a leader. Learning how to cope with your failures. Because all failures are, are a learning curve that will allow you to access a better resource and understanding of how to do things differently. That's it. That's it. It's as simple as that. And when people take it into consideration of how simple life can be and how to work smarter and not harder and how to, you know, restore this balance of hope and love and joy, um, joyfulness with, you know, a mindset to accomplish something, that's when beautiful things happen. Beautiful features of life start to be obtained. And it's all possible because the first step was believing. Another thought about this was I had a friend I have a friend um his dad is a very accomplished guy he's very wealthy and he has his own business basically or side hustles and the reason why you know my friend has an approach of retaining his own business because he's seen his father wake up when he wanted to and you know he had he had failures but he didn't let that deteriorate his path 
of trying to accomplish something bigger and do it, you know, independently, you know, with the help of others, of course, but have his own independent business where he doesn't have to rely on anybody. The reason why I thought that was so beautiful is because his, the son, my friend, he now seeing his father go through that approach and be successful and wake up when he wants to, he has an approach to take life as it comes and to continually go after his own business because he's seen that it's accomplished and it's, it's obtainable. Sometimes in life, people have to see things to believe it. But in order for you to sometimes differentiate yourself, you have to be that one that they see, that they, they see that is possible, and you provide that hope. Don't be afraid to take that step into a, a brighter future for yourself. Don't be afraid to take that step to be the light in the dark and to show people it's possible and be successful and enjoy life as well. I thank you for listening. I am your host, Blake Middleton, CEO of Creation Zone 1997. You can follow me on my Instagram at Creation Zone 17. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry about that. Um, Creation Zone 19 for my Instagram and Creation Zone 17 for my Twitter. I thank you for listening again to this beautiful podcast I've put together. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Peace. Thank you for tuning in on another episode of Creation Zone 1997. Become a supporter and a member today of this fast-growing Creation Zone 1997 podcast community by going to my Instagram page at Creation Zone 1997 and on my Twitter at Creation Zone 17. Clicking on the link below, filling out your monthly subscriptional fees as little as $1 and becoming a supporter and a member today. We will also be open to listen to any topics, discussions, or any problems that you're facing and address them in our upcoming podcast to give the listeners feedback and give the listeners what they want as well. We'll also be open to featuring you in any upcoming podcast if you will be open to it to give the community a presence that we all can relate to and understand that we're all a part of. We hope that you tune in and become a supporter today. Thank you.